0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: But thank God Jesus came to redeem us from the hand of Satan, and he came to redeem us from sin and from sickness, because the text said there in Galatians 3.13 that he's come to redeem us from the curse of the law. Now you know what the curse of the law is? Well, you'll have to go back to the law to find out. The law is the first five books of the Bible. And you'll find this, that the curse of the law is poverty, is sickness, and spiritual death.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, Healing Classics. Next, on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: Very often before you can receive healing for your body, you have to find the answers to those things that are, that are holding you back, those things in your mind that's got you all hung up. I had to find the answers. That's the reason I spent 16 months flat on my back on that bed of affliction. I remember that just as a boy 16 year old boy I took my bed at 15 and about 17 by the time i got off of it and as a 16 year old boy i remember i asked myself the question now who's responsible for all this how come me i asked god how come me have to be born prematurely as a baby weighed less than two pounds when i was born how come me to be afflicted all my life never run and plague like other little children Never have a normal childhood. Never have a happy well day in my life. And there I was bed fast down, five doctors said you got to die. How come me? I didn't have anything to do with it. God, I said, did you? But all I could know was just what I'd heard preachers say and people say. Well, some of them said, you know, that's, uh, that's God's work. God's are doing all of that. I couldn't aspire to that. I couldn't accept that. Some of them said, well, now, now, maybe God didn't commission it, but he permits it for a purpose. Well, that's about the same thing. I asked God, did you cause me to be born prematurely? Did you rob me of my childhood? Sit around and look at others that run, jump, and play. I don't have anything to laugh about. I don't laugh. I never was happy as a child. I never laughed. I never jumped. I never ran. I never played. I just simply was growed up afflicted. And it affected me mentally. My daddy left when I was six years of age and I was an orphan boy. And I couldn't fight in school. Everybody whipped me, even the girls could whip me. I mean i couldn't fight i had a little enough sense to try it and just with a little extra straining and effort you see that i'd fall out in the dead faint just pass out most of the time they tell me teachers and the school nurse should tell me i would just turn as sometimes as blue as i could be my heart didn't beat right and they'd work with me and work with me and work with me and bring me around a lot of times i'd be out 45 minutes one time i was unconscious an hour and a half Well, because of my physical condition, because of getting run over so much time I got up into the second grade then, well, I, I was just mad at the whole world. I was mad at everybody I met. Yes, sir. it twists your thinking. And so I just decided one day at the noon hour that I'd take things into my own hands. I went down off of the school ground where there's some vacant land and where some temporary quarters hadn't been built and moved off and I found me a piece of two before. About uh, 20 inches long, 16 inches long, something like that. And I slipped up behind the bully of the playground and hit him right behind the ear, just as hard as I could and he is out 45 minutes. (laughs) I did my best to kill him. I meant to kill him. At 8 years old, I thoroughly meant to kill him. Thoroughly meant that. Was disappointed that I didn't. And several different times, I wouldn't fight anybody. But as soon as they turned their back, I'd knock them in the head with a hammer or whatever I'd get a hold of. you get tired of getting running over after a while. You know that? Sure, that's right. Make me a bit of difference in the world. I'd just soon have killed you to look at you. Of course, I wasn't saved, you know that. But it makes a lot of difference when the love of God comes into your heart, doesn't it? It was there on the bed of affliction that I was born again. But then these questions came up in my mind, you see. How come me to be born this way? Dear God, are you responsible for it? Nobody really gives you the answer. They'll give you the runaround, some theological concept that don't amount to a hill of beans. But I'm so glad I found the answer. I found it in God's word, right in this verse here, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. I saw it in his word. This verse here tells you exactly. Satan is the oppressor. Satan was the one that caused me to be born prematurely. Satan was the one that caused me to have a deformed heart. Satan was the one that caused my body to be practically totally paralyzed. Satan is the one that kept me 16 months on the bed of affliction bound. Satan is the one that gave me an incurable, the doctor said incurable blood disease. Satan is the oppressor, but Jesus is the deliverer. Hallelujah. And I never was so thrilled of anything in my life I found out the truth. Praise the Lord. Yes, God's word is truth. You know, my brother, sister, there is no such thing as a separation of disease and Satan, disease and sickness from Satan. Disease came with the fall of, a, of man when Adam sinned. Adam knew no sickness before he knew sin and Satan. Dr. John Alexander he said disease and sickness is the foul offspring of his father satan and his mother sin but thank god jesus came to redeem us from the hand of satan and he came to redeem us from sin and from sickness because the text said there in galatians 3 13 that he's come to redeem us from the curse of the law now you know what the curse of the law is well you'll have to go back to the law to find out the law is the first five books of the bible and you will find this that the curse of the law is poverty is sickness and spiritual death thank god we're redeemed from spiritual death and born again and have the promise when jesus comes again physical death will be put underfoot but thank God we are also redeemed from poverty and redeemed from sickness. You see, God established a covenant with Israel when they came out of Egypt and crossed, after they crossed the Red Sea on their way to the, their homeland. God said to them, I am the Lord that healeth thee. He said, You walk in my statutes and keep my commandments. Hallelujah, and I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee, and the number of thy days thou shalt fulfill. But if you don't, he said, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall overtake thee. And he lists in the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy about 11 sicknesses, and then, then he winds up down there about the 71st and 72nd verses, saying also every sickness and every disease which is not written in the book of this law. So he said then, in the twenty-eighth chapter, of Deuteronomy, that every sickness and every disease is a curse of the law. But Galatians three thirteen said, "Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law." Amen. Praise the Lord! I'm glad you see that healing belongs to us under our covenant as well as it belonged to Israel under their covenant. It's interesting to note something else that God said here—a further word, Exodus twenty-third, chapter twenty-fifth and twenty-six verses. He said, and ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in the land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. No, he didn't tell them they weren't going to die. Somebody said, well, you've got to get sick to die. God didn't say so. I said, God didn't say so. He said, I'll take sickness away from the midst of thee. If he took sickness away from the midst of them, they wouldn't have any sickness. He said, the number of thy days thou shalt fulfill. No, he didn't say you're not going to die, but he said you won't have to die with sickness and disease. I remember I, several years ago, my wife and I accepted the pastorate of a church in north central Texas, and our very first Sunday there as pastors, our pianist whose name was Sister Ratliff said to me, Brother Higgins said, Do you remember? She just called everybody called her mother Ma or grandma, Jeff you remember Ma? She said, Oh yes, I said. She said, Well, I wish you'd go visit her, you get a chance this week, said she's in the hospital nearby, well, at another another city close by. And she has cancer of the stomach. Don't know whether you've heard it or not. I said, No, I hadn't. Well, she said the doctor, she's eighty-two years of age now, of course, and and they say she'll only be able to live a few more days, and they're going to keep her there because they can keep her more comfortable, you see, than they could anywhere else. And and would you go see her? I said, sure will. Well, we were straightening things up in the parsonage, you know, and I let it slip by Monday and Tuesday. I said to my wife, I ought to go, but we we're still unpacking boxes, and I didn't go. And Wednesday, then Wednesday night service, and and Sister Ratcliffe didn't come to play the piano Wednesday night, and someone else played it, and and no one seemed to know about them. And so I said to my wife, I'll have to go tomorrow. Uh, maybe she's worse or something because they didn't in the family show up tonight on Wednesday night and then I got ready to go on Thursday and I said before I make that trip over there to this other city I'm gonna call their home I don't know why but I just have the impression on the inside of me that they brought her home I don't know why they would they already told me they're gonna keep her there until she die. but anyway I telephoned the home and Sister Ratcliffe said uh, yes Brother Higgins said uh, Ma said to the doctor well if I'm gonna die anyway Why not just let me go home and die? And after much persuasion, he said, well, you're going to die anyhow. If you think you'd rather be home, we'll just let you go home. So they got an ambulance and brought her home, said, we brought her home yesterday. That's the reason we weren't there last night. So I went out to visit her. And I began to talk to her. Of course, here is a woman that knew about divine healing. She had been healed years before. It brought her in to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, see. And so I began to talk to her about letting God heal her. Oh, she said, Brother Hagin, I'm 82 years old. I'm saved and filled with the Spirit. I'm ready for heaven. Just leave me alone and let me die. I said, I'm not going to do it. I said, Grandma, that's not the will of God that you die. No one ever make me believe that. That's not the will of God that you die with, with cancer and suffer this away. Let God heal you and then die if you
0: want to. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Receive from God. Also in this month's offer, the book from Kenneth Hagan. Entitled Blessed Is Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rhema.org Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries our address is P.O. Box 50126 Coming up the 1st of November. Yes. It's busy, busy, busy. Call to Arms Men's Conference. Going to be month a, away. I know. It's going to be a wonderful time right here on the USA campus. If
1: you want to know more about it, go to rama.org/slash CTA. Right. All the information is there. Uh, so, all you got to do, if you want to know anything about
0: us, yes. or the Hagen Ministry, yes. or Raymond, all you got to do is go to rhema.org. It's all there. That's right. Everything is there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.